0: Welcome, this is the Faces of CI podcast. For those of you that are new to contact improvisation, uh, CI is the short form of that. (laughs) And Faces of CI is a project I started while I was traveling um, Southeast Asia over the course of seven months. This is my mini sabbatical from my former career as a vintage clothing shop owner. And, uh, I got into contact in the last two years and really over the last nine months just before I left and, um, meeting a ton of amazing people while I'm traveling. Um, and this, this project, I just I thought I really wanted to start interviewing my friends because we're having all of these conversations outside of the dance floor, in more informal um, settings over lunch or what have you. That's often the case. <laughs> As we have these jams or classes in the mornings, and then we go for lunch and we end up talking about the practice and talking about um, you know the places we've come from, um, the scenes and the various festivals that we and trainings that we attend. So. Um, yeah, initially I just really wanted to talk with my friends and meet and also use this as an excuse to meet people while I was traveling and, um, turn it into an Instagram, but that wasn't quite driving with me as much because I had all this information, um, via audio that I wanted to share. So, um, turning this into a podcast, I'm a big podcast fan. I've listened to a ton of more self-development Podcasts of the course of the last couple years as well. Just something that what I would do always when I had was in traffic driving around in Vancouver from my hometown um, or listening to late at night. So a new format for me. It's interesting listening to my own voice. Um, But yeah, let's get into it. Um, My name is Mariah Schleifer and uh, I come from Vancouver. I've been dancing CI for two years and. I'm probably going to get more into my background in another episode, but for now I thought I'd share about um, Arambol, uh, which was a place that I was in for three years. There's a contact scene there um, that kind of conglomerates mostly in January on the festival called Goa Contact Festival. I'm going to talk more about them later. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a community of people that kind of come through town in, in starting in December and January, specifically for dance. And there's a ton of other stuff going on in Arambul. Um, it's, it's in Goa. It's on the west side It's a, of India. It's a beach town, but it's very touristy. There's, uh, yeah partying going on but also a lot of partying and techno and trance music and things especially around new year it's a lot of partying but um also there's a big contact community there's if you go there you want to learn massage or yoga or tantra or things of that all sorts of that kind of stuff um there's a big whatever you want is is there you can find it so um, yeah, these, these, uh, mini interviews I started off with, um, just asking people, I thought some of them were strangers. I was like, oh, we talk, you know, during the jam, you spoke out at the end and said something really interesting. And I just thought you'd be someone that I would want to interview. Do you have time? And then other people were, are friends of mine and teachers of mine. So we'll get more into that later, but, um, for now, I'll introduce my first, um, my first interview um it's with Orion and he was he was a stranger that um just yeah had some great things to say after a jam and um I ended up bumping into him around town quite a around town <laughs> around Aramble at the beach various times and we had a lot of further conversations about dance and dance communities and the ethics of dance and the ethics of um other things so um but this was my short interview with orion and about um how he first discovered contact so enjoy okay so say your name again orion orion o-r-i-o-n you got it okay and we're gonna talk about i fell in love with ci when
1: I fell in love with contact the very first time I experienced it. Actually, before then, I was in California, and I, I saw one of my old-time friends doing it with her boyfriend at a party, and I was just, like, my jaw dropped. It was like, what the fuck is happening here? It was, <laughs> yeah. it was such poetry in motion. Yeah. And at that time, I, my my body was just completely frozen and shut down, both emotionally and physically. And it was still some years um, before I, I experienced it myself, but then I came to India and went to a class and yeah, part of, part of my well, a big part of my being just fell in love with it. It felt like a resting place that I hadn't experienced before. Beautiful. Okay.
0: And when I dance I feel...
1: When I dance I feel... Powerful. I feel sexy. I feel integrated with myself. I feel connected to whoever I'm dancing with. Um, I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. So that was Orion. Um and now we're going to go to Vega. I'm just doing this chronologically in the the order in which I interviewed these wonderful folks. So Vega was my teacher for a few weeks in Arambo. She she taught the advanced skills um contact uh workshop over the course of a week with uh, Ma Prem Tara, who, the two of them are both from Finland. They're both beautiful female dancer teachers. Um, yeah, uh, Vega's pretty badass when I first met her. I think she seems a little intimidating. She's got, she's covered in tattoos and piercings and spiky hair. And, but she also just has such a way with, with contact that's, um, yeah, both original and traditional. Um, go to her jams at the source and you're dancing underneath this big banyan tree that um, inevitably if your friends are taking a break and they're lost somewhere they're up dancing they're up in the tree somewhere and um, it's really nice to have that space that she holds that's outside and um, she does jams and has uh, like Whitney Houston I will always love you on your her playlist or um, some other, like, 90s pop song inevitably on her playlist, which is really kind of cool, I think, for some of the younger dancers to dance to something that's definitely not in tune with your traditional CI, but can be so much fun on the dance floor, um, yeah, she has a wonderful demeanor and, um, is, yeah, super, uh, educated about the practice, so, uh, this is Vega, so say your name? Vega. Vega. Mm-hmm. And tell me about um, the first time that you saw CI and what you thought about it.
2: Mm. Well, first time is really long time ago.
0: I think it was in a dance theater
2: group in Finland when I was like 13, 14 years old. Mm. And uh, I don't think I saw it, but we did it. Like, I mean, I saw it and I did it. Like, we did like dance theater stuff. and. That was like floor work and like BMC kind of stuff and partnering or contact or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So if I tell how long it go this, then you know how old I am. i <laughs> so you not going to say that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's quite a long time ago. Quite a long time ago. Yeah, teenager.
0: Um, and then what made you want to decide that you wanted to start teaching this practice? Uh,
2: I think it never was really kind of decision in a way because, okay, I was teenager, then we did contact. Then I joined uh, other theater groups where I was conducting when And then I was 21. I got into dance school, theater school, we had their classes. So it was always an like, organic part of my life. And uh, I was studying dance, I was studying theater. And I guess the calling just came at some point, like, okay, I've been dancing this quite a while and maybe it would be nice to start to teach. And I think I was just asking, how does it work? from one festival and they said, yeah, apply to us. And then I didn't, they invited me. They invited you to teach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and oh, then it cool. started like that. And yeah. Yes, and then I got into my master's studies from dance and theater. So that was anyway pedagogical teaching
0: okay.
2: studies. So then it kind of, path went very organic okay. way.
0: Yeah, cool. I danced this practice
2: because? Because, because that's like part, that's my lifestyle, like, you know, like I've been dancing since teenager and I always felt that's totally my way of being. Like I had never these, all these things, what usually beginners describe that they have difficulty or they are too much in their mind or they feel awkward or I just always felt home. Yeah, I felt like home too. Yeah. So that, therefore I feel I'm, I'm, uh, I feel most being myself when I dance contact. That's kind of where I feel my character and personality can express uh, itself like the most holistic way. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um, This is my wonderful friend coming up next, Ambi. Um, Ambi I first danced with in in an arm bowl at a jam and he just has like this complete sense of like childlike play we do a lot more like fooling around improvising than we do contact but we joke around a lot and that's his personality and I um really enjoy that kind of a connection and that's not the usual on the dance floor um and so yeah me and him ended up becoming friends he does uh He's a photographer. He does amazing um like portrait travel work and he does all the the photos for the Goa Contact Festival. So anything you see, all these beautiful photos of people dancing on the beach, that is that is Ambi. Um and this interview I actually asked him to do some photos for me and we kinda snuck into this restaurant resort one afternoon and um he actually taught me a lot about work ethic and just how to um, get your work done but still like have fun and just like let it happen and just be and not force things because he was the most chilled out photographer I've ever seen work he was like you know you just kind of hang out and then I'll shoot a couple photos but like we don't force anything here and I was like wow well, okay like <laughs> thanks for putting me at ease and um So yeah, at some point during our photo shoot, I was like, "Ambi, I'm gonna interview you now in the middle of our photo shoot," and we were just chilling. You know, I think he was wearing my sunglasses, and we were just sitting on a couch outside, and it was really nice. So um, yeah, and then I took his photo, and he was like, "It's weird being on the other side of the camera." Um, yeah. So this is my lovely friend Ambi. He's um. Being a good source of comfort, he's held me in his lap while I've cried, and he's shot photos of me, and um, he's just a beautiful person.
3: So, uh, enjoy. So what do you want to know about Contact?
0: First, I want you to tell me your name.
3: My name is Ambi.
0: Ambi. Okay, and when did you first get introduced to Contact? Can you remember the first time you saw it?
3: Mm. I got introduced to contact in uh, Jan 2018, yeah, Jan 2018, I still remember, the first time I went to. It was such a, it was a very uh, intense experience for me personally, because I didn't know what I was getting into at the time. I just took a leap of faith and wanted to explore something new I got to know about. And I had this beautiful dance with two of these teachers, I didn't know they were teachers at the time, but it was so effortless to dance with them, and I think the second dance I was so emotional, I felt like the dance brought all the, just took all the emotions to the surface, and I started to cry, I was like a baby in her lap, I still remember that moment visually like a baby in her lap and she was like trying to like tell me it's all okay you know this was the touch and the movement just felt like a baby in her lap in her belly so did
0: it did it feel like healing for you or what yeah, way was it, was it very therapeutic
3: it was so therapeutic. therapeutic i just started to cry I didn't, yeah i didn't know what else i wanted to do so i just let it all out wow i didn't yeah i just started i think i got addicted to contact from there but it took me, last season I didn't come to Arambol, I was here only for work for a week, so I didn't dance, but...
0: What do you think about it, because I've heard this before, of there being like this emotional connection to our bodies and to dance. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
3: I don't think it happens with everyone. Just like, you know, how, how we find connections in life contact world I feel it's the same until you find the connection with the right person you the emotions don't come up by themselves it has to be like either the dances in such a way where you flow together I know it takes you to some magical world you forget that you're dancing like two people like you're one you eventually realize like you don't even realize that you have become one yeah. So I have, I, have, I have felt in such kind of dances where I do go into some other magical world with that person without even knowing it. And it takes me to some different parts and different parts and sometimes it's so intense emotionally, but sometimes it's also very amazing. Like you feel so energetic after the dance. You feel like you can just keep moving for the next one year. That's a, that's a <laughs> feeling, you know? So I think it totally depends on the partner you dance with.
0: And the state that you're in that day sometimes, too. Sorry? And sometimes the state that you're in that day, too, coming to the dance. No,
3: even for me, at least, personally, I've observed, even if I'm in such an emotional state of mind before the jam, until I find the right connection to move along with, I can't really express myself and I can't open myself completely. Hmm. So it has to... For me, it's always about the connection, Mm -hmm. especially in contact world, it's the... It's I think connection is the most important part more than the dance and everything else If you don't find the connection, there's nothing else
0: And what for you makes a good connection in a dance?
3: It's just understanding each other non-verbally Like the way the you know, they call it the dialogue the way the dialogue moves like without the words Effortlessly in a very effortless way you start to have a conversation with that person, but with your body I think that's when you find a very good connection, a true connection. I, I, the way I see it, it's like the purest form of connection with the human body and in a very non-sexual way. Yeah, I think that's how I find my connections in the chants. It's very effortless, the dialogue is effortless.
0: We're going to take a short break just to talk about um, some exciting new projects coming out. Um, so we have Contact Body. This is a online contact improvisation course I've been working on um, for many months. It's based off of the Beginners Workshop I've been teaching in Ubud. Uh, it's split into two, two segments. So Solo Body is all about um, solo improvisation. Um, there's Bartini with Fundamentals and Floor Work. And somatic practices, and it's really about tuning inwards to your own body. And then, two bodies is about learning contact improvisation partner work. So these are two courses that are completely self-paced and available to purchase online for you to learn from home. The beginning foundations about contact improv. Um, so if that's something that's curious to you, the full details are on contactbody.ca.ca because I'm Canadian. And uh, you can learn all about that, and there's a promo video. And uh, also, please check us out at Faces of CI on Instagram for lots of inspiration and more about our interviewees. In the Book of the Sioux, it was written They have gone away into the earth to hide. Nothing will coax them out again but the people dancing. Mary Oliver. Daughters of Eva, a clothing line created by me in Bali. It's created for the women movers and the shakers and the wild women that flow with the wind. Oliver Dancewear is in these superhero colors of black and red. And it was inspired by um, dancewear as well as kind of a 90s Gothic vibe meets festival wear. And it's been worn by contact dancers and fire dancers in Ubud. Um, we had a launch last year where um, some dancer friends performed at a concert. And there's lots of cute crop tops, uh, pants and shorts, and even some superhero dresses and slip dresses. Um, so check it out. You can find our website at shopdaughtersofeva.etsy.com. Or daughters of Eva.myportfolio.com to learn more. Ambe, yes. Okay, so the next one um, coming up is Harman. Uh, Harman Deep, uh, I danced with him during the workshop with with uh, Vega and he's super intelligent person who always has a ton of questions in class and who is such a warm-hearted person and also um, yeah like has has such intelligent things to say sometimes about this practice so uh, yeah Harmon and I went for lunch one afternoon and this is the result of our conversation which got split up in two so bear with us I think um, he ran into some people part way through that he knew and then we like went back on track at some point so uh, this is Harman. Okay so say your name. Harman. Harman and um, when did you first see contact do you remember?
4: It was five or six years back when I was in Auroville and somebody told me there is something called contact. That's when I saw it, but I never did it. I kept on watching a video of contact, but I never did it for these last two, three years, and I kept on showing. But it is only one and a half year back that I went to a contact workshop. But it's, interestingly, it was there in my mind for four, five years, but I never did it.
0: Yeah. And what did you think when you actually got to, to practice it? What was going on for you in your mind and your body? Well, and how was that learning process for
2: you?
4: Because of these two, three years, I was watching it and yeah. thinking that one day I will do it. Yeah. I thought it's going to be super easy. You mm-hmm. just like, it's very flowing, da-da-da, it's going to be very easy. You just listen. And when I went to the first day of the workshop, it was a three-day workshop, my first workshop, one and a half years. When I went to, to the first day, the first session... And I am not a dancer, I was not a dancer, I was not a mover, no martial arts, nothing. I was not even able to move a single bit Mm -hmm. as I was imagining for the last few years. Yeah. And all my heart got broken and I I thought it is not for me, I can't do it, I can't do it. It is only towards the evening of that day, an experienced contact improviser started dancing with me and then he got me...
0: you understood the pathways little you a, little a little bit He yeah. got me to understand
4: a little bit then i thought oh it's doable but i was like super disheartened in the first 2 hours of my experience
0: yeah yeah and then when you when you got it and you said how did you start feeling when you actually like started getting in the groove of dancing and like how did how did that change for you
4: it was very intense for me mm-hmm. but that 3 day workshop mm-hmm. Uh, where I was getting this contact improvisation learning it was not only intense movement wise yes I started to like it by the evening and had a little confidence that I can do it but there were other things happening so those were more intense than movement such as uh, such as uh, my emotions were going very crazy because of presence of certain people Mm -hmm. in there and I was really being in a storm of emotions, but on the other hand the exercises and the processes which were being done the Contact Improvisation 3D workshop, they were so beautiful that I was watching hell and heaven right in the same place. <laughs> on the second day, I felt I don't want to go because of those emotions but I was so thirsty for the experience of the contact. Yeah. I mean, of the movement and, and whatever happens, awareness and. Stuff.
0: What do you think that it is that really gets people like hooked on it because I feel like contact dancers are like they just want to dance contact and it's like this little like addiction that we have now and What do you think that is? Do you agree with that? I agree with yeah. that because it happened to me <laughs> yeah.
4: but it doesn't happen to many people yeah. but to the people when
0: Okay, so, you're so addicted to contact Many now.
4: people <laughs> do not get yeah. but people like for example, in my experience, I had got hooked onto it. Now, what I feel is it has so many aspects of life. So, in a, let's say, in a dance, in a contemporary dance or any dance, there is just the aspect of a movement and maybe two or three more things of thrill and this and that. In martial art, there may be something, in, in this, this, but this contact improvisation has got so many aspects of life and most importantly, it is a metaphor of life, Yes. in so many (laughs) ways, it is a metaphor of life. Along with all this, one important thing which gets gets us hooked on is that it has such a potential to bring us into the movement, into the movement, into a meditation of movement, I mean taking us out of everything. No matter it's a depression, no matter it's a problem or whatever, it has such a potential through its own different things like there is a contact, there is this, there is that, there is the movement response, I don't know, whatever it is, but it has such a potential. That's why people get hooked on to it because every time it brings them right into the movement. Without this effort, or oh, in meditation I have to put effort. Like not everybody; some people have to put effort. Something I don't know. This thing gets us in the moment, and that's. Why it seems
0: to attract. I feel like a certain type of person as well. Yeah. You see, Maybe do you think people so? who yes, yes, of course. Yeah,
4: and that's why only few people get. Yeah.
0: Uh, like spiritual people and rebellious people. This is what I've found. <laughs> found it some I agree. Ways. Yes, I, right? agree. Like,
4: yeah. I agree. Yeah. Are people who are uh, really ready to explore the unknown worlds, yeah. who want to go into the unknown territories, I feel that. Yeah,
0: through movement. Hmm. Yeah.
4: Through movement, yes. Yeah. And maybe also one of the things which happened for me was, apart from healing me and this and that and so many other things that I can keep on speaking about contact, it really... Has the potential for people to realize that there's such a there's a, such a potential in pleasure in movement like people find pleasure in taste, in, in sex, in in music, by hearing through these senses. But there is a potential of pleasure in movement.
0: In being in our body. In being in our
4: yes. body, embodiment. Yeah. Uh, I think that also is crazy, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: I love it. Okay. And so the last one that I interviewed here in India was Nati from Georgia. And Nati... I saw her around at jams when I first arrived in Arundel, and then she was MIA for a little bit because unfortunately, um, she got hit by a scooter walking, which is like the worst thing you can think of for a dancer, but she held herself together and was, just took a rest and was in recovery for a couple weeks. Um, she teaches movement as well. Um, some classes around Arundel and other places and, um... Yeah, she's a beautiful mover, and I was excited when I got to see her towards the end of my trip, just around New Year's Eve. Um, she was up and standing, and we were dancing together a little bit, and it was just really nice to see her again. Um, I enjoyed just her vibe, and so I wanted I ran into her. Um, right after my interview with Harmon, just on the street, and I was like, "Hey, like, you have five minutes? I want to interview you." So, um, yeah, this is. Nati from Georgia.
5: So, so what do you want to say again? Say your name. Your name? Yeah. Okay. I'm Nati. Nati. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so tell me about how you discovered CI the first time you saw it.
5: Well, first time I think a friend, she was like kind of by accident was she was coming to my shared flat and she's a dancer and she was like talking about conduct improvisation and. I was like yeah i really want to go to the gym because i saw before like a video or something and it was in cologne and she she told me like she showed me some things and then we were like floating in this and i was like yes i have to go there so yeah i went to the gym first like class and gym in cologne cologne where's that uh it's in germany yeah, yeah. so yeah and it's First time I went, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm staying. Like, you're hooked I'm on coming again. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: What was it about it that you think that got you like hooked, hooked on it? That you're like, this seems to fit for me, or is something that's interesting for me?
5: Yeah, I think that like, I'm lover of this free, like, authentic movement, discovering this and going with this, and I do it like I love it to do also on my own. It's very important, it's improvisation. But then it's very interesting to discover this, everything with other people.
0: Yeah, because you do your own movement practices as well. Yeah,
5: and then it opens up so much, like, the body becomes so sensitive. Yeah. And you start to discover levels and possibilities. Yeah. Different Mm -hmm. possibilities than you have, like, when you move around alone.
0: Yeah. Okay. And when when I dance contact, I feel...
5: Oh every time different, <laughs> <laughs> depends on where I am right now in my life, but mostly it helps me to connect with my body and mostly also with the person I'm sharing the dance with. The dancer.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> um, any recent discoveries
5: in CI that you learned something new? Oh, I feel like this yeah, it's different to be here in Arambol and do this here, like it's very different from what I was experiencing before. Yeah. So... In which ways? Yeah, it's like a, it's more like not bond anymore to this kind of necessarily dance as dance technique or something. It's like more of people exploring touch and also like this tantric thing is there like it's, it's different and yeah. it's like sometimes i have to sit and watch or like, I was like oh, okay <laughs> observe what it's, what's going on <laughs> yeah um
0: yeah L- the last beautiful dance that you had that you were like wow maybe describe it you were um, like oh this is
5: surprising for me or... uh, yeah Mm. I had a very beautiful dance with the girl. I'm also like working in a place with mm-hmm. where we dance together. So it's like nice because same, same body weight, same size, and then very yeah strong, both of us. So we, we hold each other, oh, <laughs> <is beautiful. laughs> and then we also roll and we, we flow with this movement together easily. Yeah, yeah, it's easily yeah beautiful.
2: Okay, thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much to everyone in today's episode for sitting down and talking with me and um, pouring out their hearts about what this practice means to them. Um, Stay tuned for next episode. We'll be in Chiang Mai, and I already have those two interviews recorded with um, teachers, so that'll be out soon. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at facesofci for photos of our guests and inspiration. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you on the dance floor. Bye-bye.